Thank you for joining us on a Morley podcast with Tony Maine. Morley podcast is purpose built for America. Through our military veterans and military supporters, we show that the values and qualities that built this country, such as service, sacrifice, respect, and faith, are not dead. And Morley Podcast builds community so individuals can improve their communities. Welcome to another episode of a Morley Podcast with Tony Maine. I'm Tony Maine, an Army Ranger veteran. Uh, your host for today. We've got an absolute, uh, just a, a great episode, right? We, with the drawdown of forces in Afghanistan and the way that's affecting the the GWAT type of veterans, we we, we got a we got a group of men kind of doing something about that, right? Trying to get on the emotional side um, and historical side of telling veteran stories. So this is the United Valor team. I'm going to have them each introduce themselves, go around the horn and talk about this project that they're involved in with the release coming September 11th, the 20-year war book. Why don't you start us off, Tom? Well, Tony, thank you so much for having me. My name is Tom I'm a multi-combat tour, actually two times Afghanistan with the uh, 75th Range Regiment, 2nd Range Battalion and Regimental Headquarters. And I'm one of the authors of our book, 20-year war, where we took 71 unique and individual veteran stories of vets that served in the global war on terror, whether it was um, not just Afghanistan and, and Iraq, actually, but all over uh, fighting for this nation. And we were decided we really wanted to tell the authentic story. So rather than focus on war or service or things like that, it's a it's a brief sketch of what inspired them to serve, uh, their time in the military, what their transition was like, and what they're doing now. That's great. Well, Dan, how did you get involved with and Tom with this project? Uh, well, well, Tom and I have a little bit of history together. So I also served in Second Ranger Battalion, uh, although it was at a different time. Um, deployed three times to Iraq, three times to Afghanistan, really during the, the surge years and um, got out in 2012 and moved to North Carolina to go to school, went to Appalachian State University. And I just happened to join the North, North Carolina National Guard. And that's where Tom was posted up at the time. So uh, I had the privilege of serving with Tom for about a year in the Guard and uh, trying to shape young officers into being excellent leaders uh, with the uh, 139th uh, Infantry Regiment and the OCS training that they had there. And so we stayed connected over the years. And really last year when I had this idea for um, starting the book, Bo and I talked about, you know, what types of things we could work on um, that would really give back to veterans. And I knew for myself that, you know, I, I knew how important it was to share stories, especially the stories of, you know, the last 20 years and what was been what has been happening, but not necessarily dwell on the combat stories, because those are the stories you hear every day, but more so about, you know, who the veterans are after service and what they're doing post combat and how really they're influencing, you know, their communities, their businesses, their families, and how they've shaped as better leaders. Well, I can, it makes sense how, how you were connected with Tom and how that, you know, that commonality, that time, that, that bond and that desire to start a project. So Bo, where do you come in? Where, where, do you, where do you fit in with these two knuckle-draggers? Uh, so Tom and I met about a year ago through Dan, actually working on this project and this the book, The 20-Year War Together. Dan and I have known each other since we were, I was five and he was six uh, years old. We grew up kind of right down the street from one another. And he was moving all over with a military family. And I grew up kind of in the high desert, just north of Palm Springs. But 
I got involved with moving my life from California last year during COVID out to North Carolina and kind of reacquainting myself with Dan again um, after our lives kind of took us in different directions. And I was already working with a, a veteran um, a nonprofit called uh, Heroes and Horses. And so I did like a little collection of photographs that were artworks in people's homes. And I was donating proceeds to their company. And uh, when I moved out, I talked to Dan about what next, you know, I could work on. And he brought the idea that we should do this book. And so I'm the photographer and designer of the book. And I'm the one who photographed all the veterans in it. And, and we'll, we'll talk about some of those fantastic photos here in a moment. But I want you to tie a bow around something um, for me. So United Valor right, is the, is the nonprofit. And, the, and then you have the book. That's mm -hmm. kind of an outcrop of this United Valor team. So tell me how that United Valor kind of tied first, maybe leading to the book. Well, uh, you know, go ahead, Dan. first, uh, you know, just just to make sure that I'm, I'm completely clear and, and transparent, uh, we're not a nonprofit. We are a for-profit. However, we do benefit multiple nonprofits. We uh, we are going to be donating proceeds for the book to several nonprofits to make sure that we can. You know, make sure to give back to the to the veteran community and really give to the right nonprofits that are truly, you know, benefiting veterans. There's over sixty thousand out there in the U.S. that say they benefit veterans, but we want to give to the ones that are really going to make an impact. Um, but to your question, so United Valor really started as the backbone of what was going to support this book, and the other piece to this these stories and the storytelling is, Bo and I decided, you know, very early on that we didn't want to captivate somebody's story and a hundred to, you know, a couple hundred to a thousand words in a book. We really wanted to tell the full story. So we decided to start a podcast as well called Never Left Behind, where we give veterans the space to really share their entire story. And so it's a long format thing. And, and so between these two projects, we just knew we needed to have a company kind of uniting all of these things together. And, you know, we have aspirations for a lot of other projects and future initiatives that we're going to be taking on. And so we knew that we just had to have a company uh, to, to really spearhead this. And that's kind of where Tom came in is I decided to get uh, on board with uh, Warrior Rising with uh, Jason Van Camp's group. And I, I approached him and talked to him very early on about our business and how we were starting up. And he said, you know, you need to you need to get enrolled in the program because uh, they support veteran entrepreneurs. And so I did that. And the really strange, crazy coincidence was I called Tom like a few days later after I talked to Jason and told him I was enrolling in Warrior Rising. And Tom was like, get out of here. He's like, dude, I'm one of the veteran entrepreneur coaches and mentors. Like, <laughs> so I'm obviously going to be your mentor. And I was like, well, that fits perfectly. And I couldn't think of a better person. So um, kind of from there, we just evolved and got a lot of coaching from Tom because of his, his experience and um, really shaped our relationship and just decided, you know what, we can't have Tom being just a mentor to us. We need to bring him in full time because he just brings so much enthusiasm to the space. And, and I'll let him speak to, you know, why he wanted to jump in on this project, but uh, and especially this company but it, it just was a natural fit for him to bring on. So me, Bo and Tom have been managing the company together and it's uh, it's been a wild ride. Yeah, he, it was funny. I talked to Jason uh, working on another veteran's idea and trying to help him shape that. And then um, Dan calls me and he's like, hey, I'm doing this thing. And, you know, after, you know, being a founder of Ranger Up and, and being in the community for so long, I, I had left that in 2016 and I was really, 
kind of burnt out from the veteran space to be completely honest. And so he starts telling me, Oh, well, I'm going to tell these stories. And, and at first I'm kind of like, yeah, 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 dude, that's cool. Uh, you know, you're not the first. And so, but Dan's passion just got me and he started explaining how he wanted to tell the real story and the post transition story and what it means to live out your service, you know, after you leave the military. And I start getting really, really excited. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, you, you've, you've got the idea here, dude. And then he's telling me about Bo and, and his photos. And I'm like, now nah, I'm getting hyped up, Tony. I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, that old, that old like, run through the wall, like, private, you know, in second bat back in the day. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, I'm like, okay, well, what do you need, man? Like, you know, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I'll, I'll totally be your mentor here. You know, I know Jason's going to be cool with that. I know you guys need it. And he's like, well, you know, I need your, you know, I, I need your network. You know, we, we need, we don't have enough vets yet for the book. Like, can you help us, help us? Like, yeah, yeah, I can get, see, I know we get some guys. Tony, I am so excited. I'm literally on the phone with him, pulling up my computer, starting to type up the first draft of the email. And the first one that I decided to send out, just the first name that popped to my head, probably was B, was Bill Butler at the National Veterans Memorial Museum. I am so hyped up, Tony, that I don't even put a subject line in the email. <laughs> I'm just like, and so like Dan's like, uh, dude. <laughs> I was like, crap right so uh the next one that i sent was actually to uh general votel and i made very very sure um that that one I had the t's crossed the eyes dotted and it was like hey sir and you know both of them both of them got back to us that night sure what do you need um and and it just started rolling from there and this has been the most incredible project i've ever been on the veteran space because no one said no no one. Uh, we had we had a couple people that say I would love to. My timeline just doesn't work. But if you had asked me three days ago, yes. Everyone else, yes, 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 yes. Uh, it was. I mean, even to the point where um, I had I had a bad phone number for Vince Vargas, Morocco. Um, and so uh, you know, Bo just sua sponte's it and hits him up on on Instagram, and I'm like mad, right? Like I think my buddy's blowing me off. And he gets back to Bo. Like, Hell yeah, man, I'm in. And then he like sends his phone number. I'm like, oh, I got a bad number. Like that. That was the worst quote unquote no that we got. And that was me being a moron and not keeping my records updated. It's, it's been an incredible project. Well, and, and, and now you you guys, this thing is is going into production. It's pretty mm -hmm. pretty exciting. So let me go ahead and just show the audience. And if if, if you're not. Um, not watching then we, we, we will give you the website as well as it's a, if you're if you're downloading this way you could go but you know this looks like a pretty substantial uh coffee table uh style book is, is that accurate it is yep that yeah that, that, was, a, that, was... that is a, a an answer that i would have definitely expect from a ranger I'll, i will i will tell you that but <laughs> um this is this, this looks, looks like something that needs to be in the ranger outreach center that that's for sure and you y'all have got you know it, it, it it's funny because you talk about veterans telling there's some their stories and there's some people who've really been champions mm -hmm. of veterans in here and you know i i look at i look at this th this page right here with um uh kennedy boyer oxa i i've i've known all of those people because they are so active in the community it's kind of funny how these these projects that there are people that are willing to in our champions. So I like what were the impactful stories for from each of y'all that kind of kind of went in here. 
So I, I think for me, the, the, the one that impacted me the most, probably because I've been friends with him, was Tim Kennedy. And when he, <clears throat> when he started talking, so Bo went out and would shoot the photos and then record their interviews. And I mean, Tim and I have been such good friends that uh, he was actually in my wedding party. I mean, I'm, I, I'm since divorced, unfortunately, but he was actually, I mean, he was in the wedding party. So we've, we've had a relationship and a really solid relationship for a very long time. And I start listening to the audio and I got in about 45 seconds in and I immediately called Dan. I'm like, yo, can we, can we use this? He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, Dan, I've known this about some of these things about Tim for a while, but these are the things that he talks about with his friends. This is really, really raw. This is really honest. You know, this is, this is like the sort of behind the scenes thing for him. And you know, Dan's like, yeah, man. And you know, he's like, listen to the whole audio. And I do. And Tim's like, yeah, man, you guys can, you can do whatever. And it was just that it was so unflinchingly, unfailingly honest, Tony. It was, it was incredible. And I mean, to hear, uh, my friend, you know, someone I consider a a true friend of mine, um, be that vulnerable and be that authentic, um, for a project was just, was just incredible. And to, to see the way that that Bo captured them, especially because you know I've I've been on actual like you know model photo shoots, you know for Ranger Up or for some other things that Tim have done, so I kind of know the like posed Tim Kennedy look, and that's not it. That's Tim like in in the picture, and it's just that was it just blew me away, and it was so cool. And then his um his his business partner, business manager, and longtime friend, um, it, Justin Lakin is also in the book and is the next one, and the two of them sort of have their story about being sort of brothers in arms in the book that was also just so cool to see these people that I've, that I've known for a while and, and to um, hear the, hear their story and, and to be able to have the honor to write it down and put it in the book was just something I, I truly treasure, Tony. It was, um, it was just amazing to me. I was really grateful for, for the opportunity and just floored by the vulnerability and the authenticity. It was just, it was really cool, really cool for me. Well, that's great. I, I would I would figure, and we'll go to, go to Dan. I would kind of figure that you know everybody's story is a is a little bit um, different. So, Dan, if, if you would, would you go ahead and kind of kind of share this story um, that that really captured you the most as you went through this project? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's kind of an interesting story because, like like you said, there's a lot of coincidence in the veteran community, and you end up realizing how tight knit of a community it can be. And uh, what was interesting is Tanya Oxendine, I, I knew her for a few weeks. Um, I started up at uh, Merging Vets and Players doing, um, basically uh, because of COVID, they were moving to online chapters to where you do a little bit of a workout and then uh, they do a huddle at the end where you kind of just talk and share stories and you know just talk about anything that inspires you out throughout the day. And really it's just to uplift each other. So I'd been going to MVP for a few weeks and uh, that's the same time that Bo was on the road trying to, you know, capture more veterans. And I was like, all right, Bo, I think I have somebody who would be excellent for this next project. And I know you're about to go through Atlanta. And Bo's like, well, I have somebody that I think I'm going to go visit up in Atlanta because JC recommended uh, her to me. And I was like, wait, her, who is it? And he was like, Tanya Oxendine. I was like, get out of here. So we were both, uh, through different avenues, realizing that Tanya's story is just so remarkable. Um, you know, she's somebody who started early, uh, I think in the early nineties and, and had an extensive career, 
um, serving 30 years and becoming a, a brigade command sergeant major. And really, you know, somebody as a female starting in the, I think actually it was the late eighties, uh, starting in the late eighties. And then, you know, dealing with all the different things that came up in the military, sexual harassment, um, you know, gender disparity and all, all the other things. And obviously being a woman of color as well, you can imagine all the things she had to go through in the military, but none of those slowed her down. She didn't care. She was like, it, it doesn't matter. I just want to serve, you know, soldiers. I just want to be the best leader that I can be. And she did that throughout her entire career. And she continues to do that um, outside of her career and just in, and be an inspiration to so many people. And those are the types of stories we want to share with people because they're the ones that are often not told. They're not told enough. And you'd be amazed. I think most people would be amazed if you're not tied into the community, how many of those stories exist and just need to be on front street so that everybody can hear them. Well, and, and Tony is an absolute rock star. Right? Absolutely. And, and so far what I'm hearing for these first two stories, mirror, doesn't it kind of mirror y'all's story? There's something about a tribe. Mm -hmm. There's something about veterans who desire that team, that community, and it's that's where the connections come from. So I think that's probably the hope of this book, isn't it? That it helps with those those connections that other people see that, you know, isolation doesn't have to be a thing. I I, I appreciate that. And I want to go now, Bo, he, let's let's go over to you. Now having not having that same same background, that same military background as, as, as our knuckle dragging ranger friends there. So let's talk about your impactful story. And, 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 you know, you're, you're taking all these, all these photos. So you're, 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 you're touching every piece of it, but what was really kind of, kind of moved you? Uh, well, first of all, Tony, um, so I never actually served. Um, I'm just a civilian. But I've, you know, I guess growing up around Dan and people that have served that I've had the utmost respect for. So it's kind of hard to narrow it down to one person in their photo that I captured, but there's definitely a few in there that really stood out. And I think one would be David Prince. And he was actually one of the very first veterans that I photographed. Uh, and that was actually at the National Veterans Memorial and Museum in Ohio. And uh, he lived in Cincinnati and he drove down to Columbus. And I remember meeting up with him and you know, he's the kind of guy that, you know, is probably never really had his photo taken too much besides overseas, you know, doesn't like to be on camera. And I get that on the same way. And um, he was just outside smoking a cigarette and it was cold and there was a little bit of snow on the ground. And I just lifted my camera right there in that moment when he was exhaling through his nose. And I just snapped one photo and it caught him off guard. And, and I was like, all right, we're good. And he was like, that's it. And I was like, yeah, I shoot on film. And I just like that moment that I caught you kind of in the moment and uh, that was just perfect for me. And I think that photo I know is one of Tom's favorites too, because it really just, it speaks very authentically to a lot of veterans. And I want to make sure with creating the 20 year war book that each photograph was genuine and unique to each veteran. They weren't staged. There was no lighting. There was no team of stylists. It was just me and them organically, either in their home, their business or doing something that they love.
Sorry about that, Bo. Apparently, you have to know how the technology works. Did anybody get a little bit of gun shy after seeing their f photos get taken or anything like that? Did did they, they did, did people go from yeah, I'll participate to a little bit um, apprehensive? Um, I think anybody naturally, you know, when they put them in front of a camera and they're not, you know, uh, let's say a model or somebody that's involved with the camera or they're not an influencer or anything like that, um, they're going to be a little bit camera shy. But that was kind of the thing that I wanted to help them through. And it, honestly, I didn't do much coaching. It was just me kind of capturing them off guard. And, you know, I would somehow find the certain lighting like early morning or late afternoon. And I would find a spot and I would just look it up on Google Maps near their home. Or I did a lot of research in that area. And I just kind of would even walk around with them and find a nice spot and have them, you know, stand there. And, and that's how I would capture it. So it was very raw and very organic throughout the whole process. Well, that's great because I think veterans are going to be drawn to this book, but more importantly, how about the other 97% of the population mm -hmm. that haven't served to be able to get that, that truthful, organic, organic looks. And so the book is the 20 year war. And I think you have a pretty big announcement about what is forthcoming in terms of the opportunity to highlight this at our nation's veteran memorial and museum mm -hmm. on on 9-11 on yeah. the actual 20th anniversary of what started our global war on terror yeah i'll, I'll let the ceo take this one dan because you know you got to give you got to give the bosses due but yeah do <laughs> tell them yeah, so we, uh, you know, we we started with a really amazing partnership, honestly, with uh, uh, Lieutenant General Mike Farader and, and Colonel Bill Butler up at the National Veterans Memorial Museum. Um, you know, it was one of the first places that Bo went to on his road trip across the country to captivate um, or capture all these veterans' photos. And while he was there, you know, they started talking about how we wanted to share these stories and, you know, just make sure it was on a stage and at a place that people could. Uh, really resonate and, and see it. So, you know, we continue the conversations and just uh, we just thought it was natural to have an event and host an event there at the Memorial Museum to open up this book and to, you know, be the launching point for this book, but not only just about the book, but sharing and, and memorializing, you know, what happened on 9-11 and remembering the dedication and the uh, the commitment that every veteran took, not only re-enlisting after 9-11, but then all those that decided to enlist or, um, or commission right after 9-11. And it's just that moment and ability to share those stories is going to be incredible. So on 9-11 um, this year, we are inviting the public and those that are in the book um, to come and share in that moment. And uh, it'll be exciting. It'll be, you know, a gala black tie type of event um, where we're going to be, you know, signing some books. We're going to have a round table and, and a, a Q&A to where we can engage with the people and the public and the audience and really just share more of the messages and the stories behind this book. Um, so it's going to be really exciting. And, and we're honestly honored that the museum would have us. Um, and we're excited that the public will be there as well and that they can share in this moment with us. There is not a better place that captures the spirit of the American veteran no. from heroics to the bad times to raw emotions in the National Veterans Memorial Museum. And you couldn't have better teammates 
um, than, than the museum and general theater, um, Colonel Butler, but both both retired, but as active as can be. And a shout out to General Farrader, who was just inducted into the Ranger Hall yeah. of Fame at Ranger Rendezvous a, a few weeks ago. Um, both both General Farrader and, and, and Bill Butler were down here for that. And I, as an Ohio State Buckeye, have a great reason to be back in Columbus, Ohio on September 11th um, to celebrate that with y'all. And we look forward to it. So I'll thank you all for being on. And I just want to, as we kind of get ready to sign off here, I want to bring the book back up again and just let us know where can we get it? Where can we look to see it? Where can we find out more information forthcoming about this September 11th um, memorialization and kickoff of the 20 year war? Yeah, so uh, people can go to 20yearwar.com. Again, that's 20yearwar.com to uh, learn more about the book and to purchase the book. We actually have two editions, a standard edition. That's the book like you see right there. And then a limited edition that comes uh, limited number run uh, with a slipcase, uh, challenge coin and a leather flag patch that'll come all with it. And it'll be hand signed also by uh, Bo, Tom and myself. And then um, for the National Veterans Memorial Museum event, they are actually going to be launching it and making it public um, the week of August 16th. And so uh, I expect on that Monday, August 16th, they're going to release um, a link on their website so that people can purchase tickets to attend the event. Well, absolutely a must have right for anybody that served. And one thing that was brought up earlier came into a discussion on a previous podcast, the for-profit way of still serving veterans in a nonprofit capacity. That's something that we're gonna continue to discuss. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we talk about 50 to 60,000 veteran charities. Well, why are there veterans that many? It's because you can, you can raise no money and still exist and still have your website and still do your social media. And there's not that clearinghouse for services, but the for-profit way makes you care about a bottom line and care about growth mindset in those things. So I absolutely love your model that, that you're about giving back to veterans. And we, we will definitely share on all of our platforms more about this September 11th event and more about the book. I thank you all for being here uh, tonight with us and I hope you have um, a great rest of your evening. For our sponsors, the Texas Silver Rush out of Fredericksburg, Texas, we want to thank Air Force veteran and Ranger father Joe Remney for being a long-term supporter of everything that we're doing with Ranger for Life LLC. Three Rangers Brewing Company, great brews, and guess what they do with their for-profit company? A portion of all proceeds, 20%, go back to Ranger programs. And then Veteran Investment Planning, who Colonel Bill Butler will be the guest speaker at on September 13th in Cleveland, Ohio, for a golf outing where I know that we will have the 20-year war books as giveaways for the participants. More to come on that. Once again, thank you for joining the More Lead Podcast. With Tony May, thank you for the United Valor team. And go pre-order the 20-year war book at 20 Year War. 
www.thepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepowerofthepow